Hello guys, I hope everybody's doing well. I came across um, a daily Bible verse I get. And what they do is they'll give you the verse and then they'll have someone, like someone from a church or someone who's authored a book or a preacher, you know, some Christian person to talk about that verse. And so the one lady, she as she was talking about the verse, she brought up this uh, quote, and it's a very long quote. But one of the ones that stuck out me, stuck out to me, was when she said, "We drift towards disobedience and call it freedom." Now let that just roll that around in your brain. We drift towards disobedience and call it freedom. Now, if you notice what. Going on out in the world, people are saying, oh, you you just want to stop me. That just takes away my freedom. You know, or going to church, oh, that just takes away my freedom. And they become more and more disobedient. So we're starting to lose what we believe to be true before. Now that we want to be disobedient, we want to... Um, stray away from what is right and what is good, we call it freedom. I'm free to do what I want. This is a song. I'm free to do what I want. So that's where we're going now. I mean, look at what's happening. Now, Russia then invaded a country. Who knows why this man is doing this? But trust me, it's not about love. <laughs> He's not invading that country for love. He's not invading that country to help them. That's not what he's doing. Because if you want to help somebody, you don't invade them. If I want to help you, you know, you come to me and say, you know, Stephanie, I really need to talk to somebody um, about such and such. Now, if I start hitting on this person, just going inside of them and going and not even listening to what they're saying and what they need, I'm digging into them, already breaking them down. How is that helping them? Our world is getting worse, y'all. We got to really, 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 really think about what we're doing every day. You know, and I tell myself, I got to pray. I'm not the best prayer. prayer. You know how some people can just, they can spit out some prayers, boy. But I'm not the best. But I'm hoping that I'm sincere in my prayers. And that I'm trying to show God that I do want to do what he wants me to do and not what I want to do. And I am freeing myself up to be more like Jesus than to be more like myself. Because if I'm more like Jesus, it will keep me from straying are drifting toward the disobedience that already, you know, in our members, as Paul would say. We already got things in our in our bodies that are in our minds that are telling us do this, do that. And you're like, no, that's not the right thing to do. And you're fighting. There's a war between your spirit man and your and your physical man. So you're fighting it. You're saying no, no, no. And what has happened in our world is that people have said started saying yes, yes, yes. Now they're saying it's okay to lie. 
You know, it's just a little white lie, not to hurt somebody's feelings. It's okay to be homosexual, you know, because that's that's who they are, and and that you know they 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 want they they were born that way, and they want to be like that. And it's okay to be a bigot. It's okay to be a racist. It's okay to be mean and hurtful and unkind. It's okay. That's what we're saying. It's okay, but it's not okay. It's not okay. Now you gotta understand. My God tells me no matter what somebody saying they are or who they are, what they look like or what they smell like, I still must love. I must love them. But I must not condone what they're doing if it goes against God. And I think people get so confused with that. You know, we look at people who are who are drifting toward the disobedience to say they're free and they're trying to find something to stand on and hold on and stand up and hold tight to because they still don't know what they're doing. They don't know who they are. You know, I, I, I have a friend, all of a sudden, you know, this friend is um, talking to me about God and, you know, what does God think and, you know, the Bible. Let me tell you something. No matter where you go, no matter what you decide to do, no matter who you decide to follow, God is always there. You know, people say, oh, you know, God, ain't, he's there. But he's not going to do anything because you're, you don't want him. We got to want Christ. If you don't want Christ, Christ said, well, you don't want me then. I don't want you. But he loves us. He wants us to get it right. He doesn't want us to lose our soul. And that's what's so great. And, you know, if you think about, I don't know, if you have a good friend or a good parent, you know, some someone who would say to you, you know what? I don't like what you're doing. I don't agree with what you're doing. But always remember that I love you dearly. And if you need to come to me, come to me. You know, we got to start building bridges that keeps people feeling safe to communicate with us so-called Christians. Because if there is no bridge toward me so I can lead them down another path to Christ while they're looking at my life, then I'm, I'm, I've already messed up. I messed up. People who are hurting need love. They don't need, as my daughter would say, judgment. You know, she got, she got this thing with, oh, I'm judging her. But I'm not judging you. I'm just telling you what I see. And people have a hard time with that. A hard time. If I tell you that your dress is white, And you say, no, my dress is not. You're judging me on the color of my dress. And I'm like, but I'm looking at it and it's white to me. Maybe I'm missing something. You know, I could be. Because you got to understand, I'm not one of those people who, you know, they just, yeah, they just got to be right. Right about everything. And because I am when I speak, and, and God is my witness, when I speak, speak, those people come back to me and say, you know what, you were right. 
And what I tell them is, I don't tell them, yeah, I know I was right. You know what I tell them? I don't want to be right. I want you to be right. You understand what I'm saying? And I don't think people grasp that. There's not enough people telling people that, actually. You know, so they don't grasp the, the inclination of me saying to them, I want you to be right. What I'm saying with that is, I want you to come to that conclusion before you come to me. I want you to have been in your Bible talking to God, you know, fellowshipping with someone and getting that information before it's too late when by the time you come to me, everything's all so tied up so tight, it takes us so long to untie that knot. But if you can stop drifting toward disobedience and saying you're free, you wouldn't have to come over my bridge and come to me and try to get this big knot. No, by the time you come to me, that knot should be small. But that knot is not bigger. And now you're running over the bridge to me to say, oh, my gosh, help me. What am I doing? I need help. Not saying I don't want to help you, but we got to learn, y'all. When we by ourselves, who's there? Just us and God. That's all it is. Nobody else. When you in your room at night, married, I don't know, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, in the bed next to you and you crying next to them, they don't hear you. (laughs) They don't even know what's going on with you. That's an indication that there's something wrong. But what do we do? We get up the next morning. Hi, honey. Good morning. Have a good day. Go to work. Go to school or whatever. But on the inside, you're just, you're tore up. Because you feel like there's nobody there for you. You feel like, if I could just. Like the lady, I, I don't ask me what verse, but it's, it's in the New Testament, Matthew, Luke, <laughs> but I'll look it up, where she was sick, and they said, they call it an issue of blood, so she was just constantly bleeding. She spent all her money at the hospitals, as whatever they were doing back then, the doctors, Saying, oh, we can't do anything. We can't do anything. And she said in her mind, now remember now, this is a person. This is Christ walking through the crowds of people. He wasn't, you know, walking through and saying, oh, let me hear. He was just walking. And all these people were gathered trying to get close to him. And this lady said in her mind, if I could just touch. She didn't say if I could just touch him. <laughs> y'all need to get, I, I need y'all to get this. If I could just touch the hem. Y'all know what a hem is, right? Like the end of your dress or your, your shirt. There's a hem where they sewed it up so it wouldn't look raggedy on the ends. She said, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. That's faith. And what makes that verse so wonderful is that when she touched him, mm, that's how good God is. When she touched him, he knew somebody did. And, then, and all his disciples were like, 
Man, what are you talking about, dude? Yeah, somebody touched you. Look, we all in this crowd. We're they're pushing us and they and and and, and jostling us against you. Yes, somebody touched you. What what is wrong with you, dude? And Jesus said, No, no, no. He felt the virtue come out of him. He felt somebody was healed by touching his garment. It wasn't, let me grab your leg, let me give you a hug, put your hand on my head. She just touched his clothing, and she had the faith within her. This wasn't faith coming from somebody else. The faith within her. She heard the story of Jesus Christ. And that gave her the faith in him just enough that she was made whole. God said, go. You've been healed. You've been made whole. Go. Come on, y'all. Don't y'all know that's what our world needs right now? Look what's going on. We had the pandemic last and who knows how long. Now we got this crazy man trying to start a war. The weather is crazy. You know, things that are happening that never happened before. It's like, what is going on? And nobody is paying attention to how the world is losing their fight. They're losing their fight. You know why they're losing their fight? Because we don't let go of Christ. We don't let go. I heard this, I told y'all about the People just let go of Christ. Because Christ don't. He's not the image that they see in the world. You know, the world got some women have naked breasts all out, booty hanging out, you know, can barely speak English. You got the dudes standing with the women on their arms. They, they got so many clothes on that you, you wonder what a poor woman, she can't afford to get no clothes. But he all with his suit or his, his nice pants suit or something going on. You know, they see these people trying to drive, driving in these. Expensive cars and them million dollar homes and they think these people got it. That's what they see. And Jesus don't he don't that's not who Jesus is. Jesus was a lonely man. He's like, hmm, no, uh-uh, thank you, honey. Keep your BMW. Oh, well, no, I I don't need I don't need a part in your play. Uh-uh. No, no, I don't do that. I don't drink that stuff. Mm-mm. No, Jesus was a different person. You know, I told my friend, you know. We were talking about how um, how people, he asked the question, why are people ashamed, basically, of Jesus? And it brought me to the fact that we're ashamed of him because he doesn't fit that mold that we want people to Say we're we're in. They will, you know. It's like, oh, Stephanie, look at her. She drives a Mercedes, a 2022 Mercedes Benz. She got a 34 room house. You know, that's what they want. So if somebody starts talking about Jesus and Jesus saying, oh, you don't need all that. He, I and mean, you know, not saying that God don't give people money. God do bless people with money, but it's how you see that money. If that money is so important to you. That you stop reading your Bible, you don't stop going to Bible study, you don't stop talking to your, your Christian friends, then that's the problem. Now, that's when money is a problem. 
But the Bible says, you know, like he said in the scripture, but the Bible says, narrow is the way into the kingdom. Narrow. Because wide, if you start walking wide, that's when you start accepting everything. Stop drifting towards disobedience and calling it freedom. It's a scary world out there, you guys. You must Learn how to stand flat-footed, no matter if it's your mother, your father, your brothers, your sister, your daughter, your sons, your, your grandchildren, your nieces, your nephews, your friends, your, your strangers, whoever. If you don't stand up for what you believe in, no matter what they say, no matter how they treat you, then how God is going to stand up in front of, how is Jesus going to stand in front of God and say, you know what, this is my child. Good and faithful servant that he, that he or she was. He can't say that about you. You don't want to miss out. I was thinking that tonight. I was like, I do not want to miss out on going to heaven. I do not want to wake up and be in a place that is torment. I don't want to do that. And I have to tell myself, read. I have to force myself because, come on, you guys. It's not, it's not, most of the time we get up in the morning or we go to bed, we don't think about praying, we don't think about reading the word. It, you, so, let me tell you, sometimes I get up in the morning, my grandbaby's right there, thing, um, she already talking to me about the morning, <laughs> polar boo-boo, and my day from then, bam, just been going. I had to start working, had to get for breakfast. Oh, should she come again? I got to, you know. So your inclination is not just to, oh, let me jump up and read. Let me jump. So what I got to do with myself is when I find the time, I have to say, oh, step, let's read your verse. At least read my verse. And at least listen to that person who's speaking their thoughts on that verse. And then I put the music on to keep my mind Stayed on Jesus. Let me tell y'all something. It's not, I'm not going to even lie to y'all, especially now. It's not the easiest time to be a Christian. Because people who say they are Christians, I'm just going to tell it like it is. They are not followers of Jesus Christ. They do not have the characteristics of Jesus Christ. They don't even care. As long as they can say they are a Christian and they're doing this for God, they think they're fine. But they're drifting toward disobedience and calling it freedom. Stand flat-footed, y'all. We need Jesus more than we needed him ever, at least in my time. And if you're struggling, get in the Word. If you're struggling, get in the Word. Talk to, talk to God just like you're talking to a friend, like you're talking to somebody who, you know, been good to you and you can trust. Talk to him. He'll talk back to you. Just as sure as I'm standing here, he will speak to you, and you will be like, oh, my gosh, did I just hear that? It's like his voice is like nothing I ever heard. So you will know the difference. He spoke to me so loudly but quietly and so clearly that I had to turn around in my bathroom to see who was in my room. Now, let me tell y'all something. I live alone. I lived alone at that time. There was nobody in that house. 
But it sounded like someone was speaking, and I wanted to know who that was. Now, <laughs> you know, you either say you're crazy or you was hearing the voice of God. And I turned around. I'm like, nobody ain't in here, Stephanie. I had to tell myself, nobody ain't here but you, woman. And what he spoke to me hmm, got me crying. Okay? And I'm like, oh, Lord, he just, God just spoke to me. I have, that was my first time hearing him speak to me. So you will know if you sincere your heart and you desire the truth, God's going to help. He, he will definitely help you. Okay? So I want everybody to please, let's all just focus on every day getting a scripture. Even if it's just one, Jesus wept, you know. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive our debts as we forgive our debts. Or lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, power, glory, forever. Amen. Come on. Just the stuff we know. Even if that's all you have time for, do it. Do it. And I pray, everybody, please know that the world is getting horribly worse. So you must stand firm. You must strengthen yourself. Don't forget that. Keep yourself away from people that are not good for you. Okay? And I hope to see um, see y'all soon. Well, I hope to have another podcast coming soon. Y'all take care. Mm-hmm.